Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. How many times does he text you in a day? 40 to 60. A husband's control. You have harassed her to the point that she throws up. Drives his wife towards divorce. I've already packed my stuff. There's going to be somebody that's willing to treat her right and appreciate her. I have to change. I can't lose you. Plus, are you picking the wrong battles with your spouse? Everything's going everywhere. You're scolding me like a child. We're on television talking about her stirring a pot. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. 10 seconds to end. We love you. Well, thank you. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Ready, camera five. Take track. Go, Dr. Phil. Let's do it. Well, today I'm backstage with Courtney, who says her husband is extremely controlling. He deletes her emails, keeps her from having friends, and has to know her whereabouts at all times. She says he is obsessed with her, that he is smothering her, and he does it with text all the time. I mean, every minute of the day, he's tracking her. Now, has he texted you already this morning? Yes, he's texted me seven times this Seven morning. times. This is just since we've been here. Okay, so, I mean, this is like right now he's doing this, and he's just on the other side of these doors right, right here behind this red flashing light. So this is driving you crazy? Yes. You want to change it? Do you yes. want to work on the marriage? Yes. Do you want to make it work? Yes, I want to make it work. But you can't put up with but this But I'm anymore. not going to put up with it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go to the stage while the audience learns more about Courtney's problem with what she says is a controlling husband. Take a look. My husband is very controlling. Paul texts me all day long. Paul is obsessed with knowing where I'm at at all times. I text Courtney up 20 to 30 times an hour. Where are you at? When are you going to be home? Can you come home now? Did anybody hit on you at work today? How long till you're home? Paul texts me if he goes into the next room and we live in a two-bedroom apartment. Why are you going to be that way? Is there a reason? You told me it would be 30 minutes. I am obsessed with knowing where Courtney is at all times. It drives me absolutely crazy. I feel trapped. I am mentally exhausted. Paul is smothering me. All right, well, as you know, I've been backstage with Courtney. I'm going to ask Paul to join us now so he doesn't have to wonder what Courtney is up to anymore. Here he comes. How you doing? How's it going? Right here, if you will. So you've, uh, you've been texting her already this morning. Yes. All right, let me ask you. You have some things you're doing in this marriage. In your opinion, how are they working? How's uh, this marriage working out for you two? It's getting to the point where it's... It's just getting real bad. You know, here's how this started out. I mean, just remember when you two stood side by side at the altar? Mm -hmm. Remember standing like this? You were together. Right. Okay. And then you got into the marriage and you kind of turned towards each other. And then you actually kind of got in one another's face, didn't you? Yes, sir. That's not been working too well. Nope. I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get your attention before this thing gets way out of control. Now, I want you to look at each other. Look each other in the eye, and I'm going to start with you. You've told us some things that are going on with him. Yeah. I'm going to read some of these things, and when I read that thing, if it makes you feel closer to him, 
then I want you to step closer to him. If it makes you feel more distant from him, disconnected from him, then I want you to take a step back. Okay? All right, you say he constantly texts you and in fact texts your friends to find out if in fact you're where you say you are. If that bothers you, is a problem, and makes you feel more distant from him, take a step back. Step on back. You can take a good step back. She says you show up unannounced when she is somewhere to check on her to find out if she's lying to you or cheating on you and not where she's supposed to be. When he's checking on you and smothering you in that way, make you feel closer or more distant. She says you don't have a job and that one of the reasons that you don't have a job is so you are free to check on her closer or further apart. How's it going so far? Bad. Real bad. I mean, these, I mean, you're being honest, right? That's exactly what I want you to do. She says you lie about job interviews, that you don't really do it. You say you're going to do it, but you don't do it. Does that inspire confidence or does it make you feel worse? It makes me feel worse. Take a step back. She says that you promise to do better when she's had enough and heads to her mother's to spend the night and you say, okay, I'll do better, I'll do better, but you never stick to it, better or worse? Worse. She says that you have harassed her to the point that she throws up, better or worse? She says you don't want her spending any time with friends or family. Better or worse. She says that you have stolen the passwords to her online accounts and in fact you deleted emails from us about this show when she was reaching out for help to get something working for this marriage. Better or worse. She says that you got the passwords to her Facebook account and you just deleted that. Better or worse? It's a pretty visual representation of how it's working from her perception so far, wouldn't you agree? Yes, sir. Now, let me ask you, you say that she is cold and distant and really standoffish from you. Does that make you feel better or worse? Worse. Take a step back. You say that she goes to her mother and tells her everything about y'all's life behind closed doors. Which way are you going to walk on that one? She talked to a boyfriend on Facebook. You said you didn't so much mind that she talked to the boyfriend, but you certainly minded that she hid it from you. Yes, sir. Better or worse? You know, we really wonder sometimes what the impact of our actions are. Have you ever seen a clear representation of how this marriage has gone since you got in? No. How do you feel right now seeing her standing over there? She would rather be over there by herself than standing with you. 
makes me feel guilty. It makes me feel like I've done everything wrong. Is this somewhere you wanted to run to, or is this somewhere you feel like he's pushed you? I feel like he's pushed me. How many times does he text you in a day? Probably about 40 to 60 times. 40 to 60 times. Have you ever heard the old saying, what I fear I create? Say that, what I fear I create. What I fear I create. What's that mean? Pretty much whatever I think of that happened in the past or any fear that I have is going to create more problems. You fear she's going to leave you? Yes, sir. You fear she's going to move away from you. You fear she's going to turn towards somebody else. You fear that this is going to break down. Is that not exactly what you're creating by clinging and smothering and chasing her? Yes, sir. So you're, uh, you're an embodiment of that saying, what I fear I create. Mm -hmm. You are creating exactly the distance that you fear in your marriage. So when we come back, I'm going to find out whether he's got anything to say to close this gap. There's two parts to this. We're going to find out really what's going to happen when we get back. One of Courtney's ex-boyfriends wrote her on MySpace. She wrote him back and never told me about it. I found out the hard way. Paul knows my password to my email account. He deleted my account. He deletes my mail before I even read it. Paul's a very jealous person. Tomorrow. I was 15 years old. That's when my life changed. I'm 100% sure that he is the man. You went away for 14 years. I miss my kids growing up. I don't understand why. Why did they let him go? The DNA evidence says this is the wrong guy. No. She says, I have seen his face. Not this face. If this is the wrong guy, don't you want to know it? Would it help you to talk to him? <laughs> Good to go. I'm scared. <laughs> That's tomorrow. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Dr. Phil, I'm here doing this for your show, and we're sitting here doing the interview, and I just got a text. This is the kind of stuff he does all day long. How's it going down there? Are you okay? When he knows exactly where I'm at, and I'm okay, and he's in the same building. 
Well, that was Courtney who says she's sick of her husband's obsessive texting, for one thing. Paul admits that he'll text her 20, 30 times an hour. She says he has a month to change this, and she's just out of rope. She's kind of drawn a line in the sand. Now, before the break, I did an exercise with this couple that literally pushed Courtney away from Paul. I mean, this is the representation of it. What are you going to do about it? I need to fix, I need to fix it before, you know, I lose her, I lose my son. Well, that's your family right there. So you want to take care of your family or you want to take care of your fear? I mean, th this is what you're throwing away right here. So you either want to feed the need to control or you want to preserve this union. I want you to tell him the truth. You're on the way out. Yeah. You've had it, right? I've already packed my stuff and moved out. Tell him what you think. <clears throat> tell him what you feel. I feel like if you don't stop controlling me and pushing me away, it's, it's, everything's going to be over with. You always have to know where I'm at, what I'm doing, and I don't ever go out and do anything and I don't understand it. Have you given him reason to be suspicious of you? No. I'm always with him. She's gone, mm -hmm. and she ain't coming back unless you say something to inspire her. Tell her something that makes her feel good about taking a step towards you. I love you, and then, you know, all I want is for our marriage to work out, and I want you to, you know, I want you to come back, you and Brendan, and um, you know, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. That's why I'm here. You know what I think? I think you're talking from your head, not your heart, and I think you're telling her what you think she wants to hear. Be honest for once. Tell her why you're so afraid. Tell her something where she realizes she's dealing with the truth instead of another manipulation. Okay. Some, some of the reasons why you know, I do what I do is some of the things that's happened in the past has to do with something, you know, kind, kind of things with the email that you had wrote before. Um, I don't think justifying this is going to get her to walking, buddy. I, you know, it's just me. I, you know, this is between you two. Right. But I don't think justifying that bull is going to get her walking. <laughs> now, I'm serious. You, do you think this is some kind of game? No. Look at me for a minute. Do you get the fact that she is deadly serious? Do you get the fact that it's not very long before you're going to be in a divorce and custody battle for your child? Do you get the fact that there's going to be somebody that's willing to treat her right and appreciate her for what and who she is and make her feel safe and secure and want to be with someone? Because mm -hmm. let me tell you something, my friend. If you don't think she doesn't have options in this world, you're wrong. She's with you now. She wants to be with you now. And you're going to justify what you're doing by the fact that you've been cheated on before? I'm sorry you were cheated on before. Get over it. That was then. This is now. She's here. They aren't. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I really, really want you to come home. I want, you know, I want, to, get, I want to get things straightened up. You know, what, I, what I've been doing is wrong. It's been, it's been horrible. And I don't mean to put you in that situation. I, I really feel, I really feel bad. I, I want to change. I want to change. I want to change for you. I want to change for Brendan. And I, I mean, I love you so much. And, and you know that. 
and you know, there's nothing in this world that I, I wouldn't do for you and him. And you know, I just I, I want to live the rest of our life happy together, married, not divorced. I don't want to split up. I don't want to see you and Brennan at your mom's house any longer. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes. You've heard that before, haven't you? Heard that for two years. Yeah, I she's need, heard that every I need, time. I need to change. And if I don't, and if I don't, I'm, I know I'm going to lose everything. You've told me, and I, I trust me, I believe you. <laughs> You've already taken the first step to your mom's. It's time for me to shine. It's time for me to do what I have to do to, to make things right. Tell her, I know this is about me. It's not about you. You don't deserve this. This has never been about you. It's been about me wanting to own you and control you. At least let her know you get it, and maybe she'll take a step. I don't know. It has been about me, and it hasn't, hasn't been about you, and it needs to be about us, you know? It needs to be about us, and it needs to, it needs to get better, and, and you know, I mean that. I, I mean, I, you know, I have to, I have to change. I, 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 I'm going to, I have to. And, I can't, you know, I can't lose you. Are you sorry for what you've done to her? Very sorry for what I've done to you. Tell her how it makes her feel when you smother her like that, when you accuse her like that, when you control her like that. Make her know you get it. How do you think it makes her feel? It makes her feel that I don't trust her at all, obviously. And, uh, and it's, it's not right, it's not right. Tell her how important that little boy is to you. Uh, Brendan, he's everything. He's <laughs> everything. He's adorable. And I, I, love, I love him with all my heart as well, you know? He's the best thing that ever happened to us. He's great. And I, you know, I just want us three to be together. Tell him why you're not moving closer to him. Because I feel like I've heard this a million times and nothing ever changes. Same old story, isn't it? Yeah. What could he say that would make you have hope again? Nothing. You would have to do something. He is here. Mm. On the Dr. Phil show. <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> That's got to be worth a baby step. Okay, you're right. <laughs> We're going to take a break. I'm going to let them sit down, actually, and I'm going to tell them what I think they need to do to close this gap. My theory with Paul not having a full-time job is because he's obsessed with knowing where I'm at at all times. I feel that Courtney's blowing it out of proportion. I want to get out there and work. You know, I want to support my family. Paul has not had a steady job in over two years. I think he's lying because he wants to stay at home with me and see what I'm doing. I would most definitely rather be working than uh, sitting home keeping tabs on Courtney. The truth is, the hours just aren't there. When Paul works, he always finds a way to text me. I do not know how he gets anything done.
With the texting, my inbox will be full at least twice a day. He'll text me when I'm with my mom. My mom gets so frustrated with it, she tells me when I go to her house, turn the phone off. There's just some things that worry me about her mom. I get the feeling that her mom tries to control our marriage. I do get that feeling quite often. Well, that was Paul who says Courtney's mom isn't helping their situation by meddling in their marriage. He says, I think she's trying to control it. Well, that makes two of them, if that's true. Courtney says that she wants to know if her marriage is a lost cause, and if so, should she just get out now? Now, Paul's mother-in-law, Tammy, is on the phone. Um, Tammy, are you there? I'm here. Uh, Tammy, have you been listening to the show so far? Yes, I have. Uh, how well have we characterized what's going on here? Uh, very accurate. What do you think needs to happen here? Paul definitely needs counseling for his texting. I mean, when she's with me, the phone is just beeping the whole time we're visiting. And uh, he won't work. Both sides of the family have supported them for two years. And we just said, we're done. We're done. We go up, we get up, we go to work every day. You know, we work 10, 12 hours a day. You've got to do the same thing. You work and hard just, You work hard for your money? Absolutely. And then you give it to him? I give it to the, yeah. I have to support my grandson and my daughter. What's up with you not working? You are young, intelligent, able-bodied. Why aren't you working? Uh, well, the job that I have now is, it's in landscaping. It's two to three, to, you know, two to three times a week. Okay, it's been two years. Right. Okay, I mean, listen, there's something I'm, there's a connection I'm trying to make with you and I am missing. This woman is going to take this child and leave you permanently if you don't have a light bulb come on over your head and get it. I'm trying to turn that light bulb on. I'm trying to grab you and shake you into awareness here. But I don't get it. Do you think you're going to come and skate through this and then go home and she's going to say, well, okay, now we'll just go back to what we were doing? No, that's not what I want. Is that what you think is going to happen? I hope not. Then why don't you get real with me and talk to me truthfully here? I say, why aren't you working? It's been two years. You need to man up and get a job and feed your family, guy. I mean, that's what you do. I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to be hard on you here. I'm trying to help you. She wants to see you focused on contributing to the family instead of stalking her. Uh, how am I doing? Pretty damn good. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm trying to... You, you can't be proud of this. Where do you think this is leading? Disaster. Tammy, what's he texting to her? I mean, he'll text her when he goes from room to room. When she comes to spend the night, he begs her not to come, that he's going to be lonely. Please don't go. Please don't leave me just for the night. And I have sat him down repeatedly and said, Paul, you keep doing what you're doing. You're going to lose your family. You know, I've had these come to Jesus meetings with him, Dr. Phil, and he just doesn't get it. He does. I told him, you are not Paul and Kathy's son. You are Brendan's father. You are Courtney's husband. It's time to take care of your family. I'd like to be uh, an M-O-M -M instead of an A-T-M. 
You don't know how to not text her. You don't know how to not show up when she goes somewhere. You don't know how to not delete passwords and Facebook accounts because you don't want her involved with someone else. You don't know how to not do those things. Right. Because you get, a, you get an impulse that, that builds up inside you and you just can't not do it. Mm. Even though you know you might as well text goodbye because that's right. what you're right. doing. Right. What's it going to mean to you if you get a divorce here? Will you be sad about it? Yes. Will you miss him if he's gone? He's got some good qualities. <laughs> yes, I'll miss him, but I, I don't know. In a way, I feel like I'm trapped when I'm with him because I can't go do anything without either texting, texting, texting. Like, even <clears throat> if I go over to my friend's house, he'll go with me. I can't do anything by myself. I just... Let's have a little truth session here, okay? Just a couple of guys talking here. Mm -hmm. If she wants to cheat on you, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Zip, zero, not it. Yet, there's nothing you can do about it. You cannot build a fence high enough around her. You cannot watch her diligently enough. You cannot monitor vigilantly enough. If she wants to cheat on you, there's nothing you can do about it. I guarantee you. You've got to sleep. You've got to. If she wants to do it, she can do it. You're just kidding yourself when you say, I'm going to keep her on a real short leash and I'm going to stay right on top of her to make sure that she doesn't cheat on me. Mm -hmm. you, you can't do it. You can't build a fence that high. Mm -hmm. You need to focus on you. You need to say, what can I do to be the best father, the best husband, the best provider, the, the, the best partner that I can be? That's all I can control, and that's what I'm going to focus on. If, if I make resources available to you to deal with your jealousy, to deal with your insecurity, to deal with your controlling nature, to deal with the things that are pushing her away and alienating her. I'm not talking about marriage counseling. I'm talking about Paul counseling. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do that? Yes. Now, this thing has two sides. That doesn't mean that there aren't things that you are going to need to work on as a couple, but not yet. I will not recommend the two of you getting into therapy together because that's just another hour that he knows where you are. That's another way to try to manipulate and control and say what's going on. This isn't about the two of you getting in marriage counseling. You need to prepare yourself to come to the table in a healthy way. And I don't think you should move back together until he has done that and until you have met with that therapist, counselor, psychologist, whoever we arrange, until you have met with them individually after working with him and they can tell you in an objective way, I think there is a, a, some reason to have some hope and get some traction here moving forward. You probably want me to say, go home, be together, and let you work on this. And let me tell you why I'm not going to do that. You will screw it up before you have a chance to get some traction here. But I think if you're together right now, you will screw it up. Don't you? Yes. And you need to take her out of your speed dial, buddy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you want to stop this. Mm -hmm. We've got another couple that battles over control uh, for housework, driving, parenting, sex, all of those things. And I, I don't know. There must be something in the water. People don't understand that when you choose the behavior, you choose the consequences. And anybody with a spine is eventually going to stand up and say, you are not going to control and dictate my life. We'll see if they get it when we come back. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, you talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, 
That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Well, Amy says her husband tells her how to drive, cook, parent, and clean. Now, that's pretty much covering a lot of things. Billy says his wife is just overdramatic, and she's the one who controls the sex in their marriage, that that's the power, and she controls it. So who is winning this tug-of-war? I mean, who's the controlling one? We'll start with Amy. Let's hear her side of this. I feel like I shouldn't be treated like a kid by my husband. I'm walking on eggshells all the time. Before Billy gets home, I have to check in my head, like, make sure none of the lights are on in the house, make sure, you know, everything's where it should be. My husband's very controlling. And when we're driving, Billy controls the situation. Probably turn right up here. Like, I can't listen to you and drive at the same time. Billy tries to control the messes I make when I cook. He doesn't like it. When I stir, I stir really fast. She'll stir the pan, and she'll be talking on conversations. Everything's going everywhere, on the counters, on the, on the wall. I've cooked thousands times more than you, cleaned up thousands more messes than you. I think that I can handle it. You're scolding me like a child. It hurts my feelings. I'm trying to do the best thing I know how to do for our family. Our arguments can get pretty ugly. He calls me stupid, and Billy has punched holes in the wall. Well, the last thing that happened was he threw a shoe at the wall. It really scared me, because I thought the shoe was gonna hit me. I don't know how much longer I can handle this. If we're unable to get help, I'll eventually leave. Well, is that right? Is Billy too controlling, or is he actually trying to just bring order to what he says without him would just be chaos? My wife thinks I'm controlling. I want the house run in a certain manner. I think what I asked for is uh, pretty normal. I think if we didn't do things in the house my way of doing things, that the house would be destroyed. There'd be sodas in every room spilt on the carpet. Dishes would be on the floor. She'll be cooking and she'll just be, you know, stirring miserably and splashing stuff everywhere. Well, so I'll come in and say, honey, if you just relax, take your time to slow. My wife thinks that I'm belittling her when uh, I give her recommendations. I wish my wife could take my opinions for what they are, not take them personally. It starts a whole mess of anger. The fights escalate into yelling, screaming, swinging at, at me. Uh, my wife has slapped me on two different occasions. She slapped me right here. We cannot go on like this. It's not healthy for, for me or her. Okay, it's interesting to kind of watch your life on video, isn't it? It is. I think I'm the one that tries not to let our arguments get out of hand, and I don't know how to prevent, I don't know how to choose the right words to, to prevent her from escalating. You are saying that you've had it up to here, right? Yes. So what is he not getting here? I'm not I, saying it's all you. I'm, I'll get to her in a minute. I'm just saying, what's he not getting? I don't really think he sees how he is. He, he instantly fires up. His anger is instant. Um, I'm afraid to come to him to talk to him, to, to a lot of things, like... Um, he tells you how to drive? Yes. Okay, so you only drive when he's with you? No. <laughs> well, so how do you get the car around town without him? Just fine. But you spill stuff on the counter? Yes. Mm -hmm. What's your countertop made out of? Tile. Isn't that why they put tile on there? So you can spill <laughs> stuff on it? And... Yeah. 
You wipe her up. Wipe it up. And move on, right? Are you picking the wrong battles? I mean, seriously, are you, is it, which is more important to you? Her peace of mind, her safety, her security, her feeling valued, or getting that counter clean and getting that car operated just exactly the way you want it done? I'll own up some there. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going about it wrong. I'm, I think I'm choosing the wrong battles. I, I think a lot of times I'm trying to help. And I, instead, of, instead of helping her, I don't say, I'll, I'll come in the kitchen and say, honey, let me stir that for you. Because usually when she's in the kitchen, she's got 15 things going on at the same time. And so she's stirring fast. She's, she's got, you know, answering her phone, talking to the kids. She, she's, okay. she's a mom. Okay. You, you, you get that we're on national television talking about her stirring a pot. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. Your marriage is in the ditch, and we're talking about how she stirs a pot. Does that seem odd to you? It seems very odd, yes. Does it seem like maybe we're talking about a topic here instead of an issue? Yes. Because the topic is not the countertop. It's not the driving. The topic here is that you've got a parent-child relationship. This is not adult to adult. This is parent-child. You're the dad. You're the kid, right? Now tell me what makes you think a daughter wants to sleep with their daddy. So agree. That's the dynamic. It is, yeah. Well, Amy says her marriage is going to end in divorce if they don't control all of this controlling. We're going to find out next. If you would like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. My wife thinks I'm controlling. She's stirring, talking to the kids, watching TV, answering her cell phone, texting. She'll be in the fridge looking for something. She won't find it. The fridge will stay open. This is what I walk into. I walk in from work, and, and it's just chaos. That, that was Billy talking about his wife, Amy. He says he doesn't like the way she does what she does. One of the old sayings is just life's pretty short. And the other is you got to pick your battles. What possible difference does it make the stuff that y'all are fighting about, does it really matter? No. I mean, do you really give a damn about that stuff? What is it that's really going on here? I don't know. I, I think when I come home, and, and that's not initially the problem. What, what are you so afraid of? Afraid of my house getting burning messy? down, getting messy, and, and being overwhelming. Really? Yes. So you would rather have an orderly house than a happy marriage? No, If that's your pick, if it's orderly house or happy marriage, which would you rather have? Well, a happy marriage. Because you can live by yourself. Yes, I can. And, and you could just be neat as a pin. Yes. And everything could have its place. It'd be a place for everything. Yes. And it would get kind of lonely, wouldn't it? Yeah. What you're doing is you're picking some battles that don't matter. Listen, 
do you want to negotiate a, a smooth way of living together and respect his need for structure and respect her need for individuality? And of course you do. That's the negotiation. Yes. But I've, I've been reading about y'all in the last week, you know, as we get information, I've been reading about you. Telling a woman what to do in her house, it's kind of like trying to baptize a cat. <laughs> um, <you> know, <laughs> They don't. Get out of the way. They don't. You know. They they don't take. They they don't cotton to that. No. I I. You know. I don't. I don't. Coach my wife. I don't. I don't tell her what to do. Um, because life is just better when I don't. Which is totally okay. You know, if, if I don't like something on the counter, I, I got two arms and I know where we keep the towels. I can wipe her up um, because it's just easier. It is easier to do it, it myself. It's just easier, but not to do it with resentment, just to do it and recognize, you know, we're in this together. Because if you've got a parent-child relationship, that's, that's how you feel, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and explain to him the dynamic of how difficult it is to go from being disciplined, directed, and controlled to wanting to toss your hair around and get frisky <laughs> in the bedroom. Now just explain to him how that's a tough transition, seriously. That is tough and that is awkward. Sometimes I feel like, um, you know, in the morning you've treated me like I'm your little kid and then at nighttime you expect me to go to bed and be your wife and I don't know, I don't know how to transition a lot of times. Now let me just appeal to your greed here. That's not working for you. <laughs> no. It, it's not. You don't, want, you don't want that dynamic. You're picking the wrong battles and, and so you're losing the war. Yes. You, you're losing the marriage war, the union war, the, the intimacy war. Right. I'm going to talk more about this when we get back. My wife thinks that all I want from her is sex. I withhold sex if he's been mean to me. My wife calls me a pervert because I want sex all the time. I think twice before turning down sex because I don't want to get in an argument. My wife would say she doesn't control our sex life, but I think she does. Oh, well, let me tell you she does. <laughs> uh, we're talking about controlling people, and you know, it's so funny. Sometimes the one that gets up and barks the loudest and thinks they're in control it ain't control. Is it possible that you're creating your own problem here? It's very possible, I mean, you've got yes. a Do you recognize you do have a parent-child relationship here? I do recognize that, and I want to change that, and, and I don't know how to go about that. Okay, well, but you have to be willing to turn loose. You've got to be willing to say, you know what? I, I, I'm willing to accept what I define as some chaos and negotiate for some middle ground, and I, I'm going to quit being so directive here. This is an intelligent, vibrant woman yes and she's not going to buckle under for you and so your need for that control is excessive would you agree with that i would agree with that okay so that means you have some things that you need 
to work on, and you guys need to negotiate some boundaries here. Yes. So you, you have to respect each other's individuality if you're going to be effective as a couple. Yes. Because let me tell you, if you have to stop being Amy to be half of this couple, the price is too high. You have to be able to be who you are. And you have to be able to be who you are. I agree. Yeah. But you guys have to negotiate this instead of fight through it. Yes. Are, are you willing to do that? Are you oh, willing definitely. to approach this in a different way if I, if I give you some guidance about this? Definitely, yes. To pick your battles differently. And you really don't want this father-daughter no, relationship. No, no, I don't, no. You're, you're willing to, to, to move your position some here. Definitely, yeah. And, and you are as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to help you do that. Okay. All right, now I have to call time out a minute because I've made a commitment to my audience that I'm willing to sit in the chair and answer questions just like I ask you guys to answer questions. And uh, so I'm going to do that when we come back. For more information on relationships, how to improve the one you're in or rescue yours from the brink, log on to drphil.com. Well, all this season, the audience has been turning the tables on me and asking me questions about my personal life. And I said, I expect you guys to answer them, so I will. We're calling it, It's Your Turn, Dr. Phil. And I got a few questions right here from you guys. Where's Brian? You want to know if I have a favorite sports team? Dallas Cowboys, all the way. Love the Cowboys. Love the Cowboys. Uh, where is Ann? You had a question about Robin. Your question is, does Robin rule the roost? Yes, and I believe she does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it's interesting, and, and I don't mean to sound old-fashioned or chauvinistic about this, but I, I do think that you negotiate different roles in your relationship. Uh, and in ours, the home is Robin's domain. Um, and so uh, she does things there that... I, I mean, I don't know. I don't care. It's just whatever she wants to do is fine. She's really into decorating and changing. And I mean, honest to God, there are times I'll leave town and come home and think I walked into the wrong house. <laughs> I mean, that's her deal. And I'm, I'm totally fine with that. And then, as I say, you know, I'm... It's, and it's not that I don't care. It's just I entrust that to her, and she's done it very, very well. So... We have a very comfortable roost, I have to say. So, uh, If you're watching at home and you have a question for me, then feel free to email me at drphil.com and look for It's Your Turn, Dr. Phil. There's a graphic there. And uh, give me your questions, and maybe we'll pick it and uh, answer it here. If you want to take a quiz to find out what type of controller you are, go to drphil.com. There are five different ways that people typically control when they do. I'm very optimistic about both of these relationships down here. I really am. There's work to do, but I'm very optimistic about both of them. Thanks for being here today. So long.